Psalm 95 verse 4, by Cecilia Nedlin. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord, let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before Him with thanksgiving and extol Him with music and song. For the Lord is the great God, the great King above all gods. In His hand are the depths of the earth, and the mountain peaks belong to Him. The sea is His, for He made it, and His hands formed the dry land. Come, let us bow down and worship, let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for He is our God and we are the people of His pasture, the flock under His care. Today, if only you would hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as you did at Meribah, as you did that day at Massah in the wilderness, where your ancestors tested me, they tried me, though they had seen what I did. For forty years I was angry with that generation, I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they have not known my ways. So I declared on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. New International Version. Revelation and Response. Praise and Thanksgiving. Complaining and Grumbling. These two sets of words are antithetical to each other. Yet, out of the same mouth can come both worship and whining. Maybe the psalmist was trying to teach us a thing or two by inviting us to sing and bow to the Lord, as well as hear God's voice. Worship and listening are meant to go hand in hand. Revelation and response are to be the spiritual rhythm of the believer. True worship is a divine conversation between us and God. The Lord speaks. We listen and answer. Back and forth we go together. God and God's people are in dialogue. When the worship rhythm is off, then our response will be off. And that is what happened to the ancient Israelites. They were miraculously delivered from their cruel bondage in Egypt. You can imagine the kind of praise and worship service the people had in the desert. After 400 years of slavery, freedom. The rhythm is off. Before you know it, the thanksgiving turned sour into grumbling. At the first instance of adversity, when there was no water to drink, it was as if the people had some sort of collective dementia set in. Suddenly, hardness of heart. Talk about fickle. One minute hands are raised in praise, the next minute, those same hands clench into fists shaking at God. The people forgot that this was an ongoing dialogue, not a one-and-done conversation of revelation and response. God acted by delivering the people. The people responded with praise and thanksgiving. And they didn't want it to stop. Yet, all of life is a rhythm. What goes up, comes down. Good times eventually fade into tough times. The real muster of any person or group is the response when the hardship comes. God knew exactly what He was doing. The Lord purposely brought the Israelites out into the desert to face a difficult circumstance. God was teaching them to trust. The Lord wanted a response of faith and prayer to the adverse situation. But the people weren't looking for a dialogue. They were looking for water. And when they didn't have it, their hearts hardened through murmuring, belly aching, and dissatisfaction. However, God was still in the conversation. The generation who saw the incredible deliverance from bondage would die in the desert, never setting eyes on the promised land. And it all began because of grumbling. Complaining is unhealthy. We need to take complaining seriously. Why? Because it rots the soul, like Mr. Grinch who incessantly complained every year about Christmas. Grumbling makes one into a Grinch-like creature, like the song says. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel. You got termites in your smile. You have all the tender sweetness. Of a seasick crocodile. Your heart's an empty hole. You got garlic in your soul. It was only when the Grinch first took his isolation of complaining and began connecting in conversation with the folks in Whoville, that he had his rhythm restored. The need for encouragement. When our rhythm is off kilter, what will it take to get it back? The author of the New Testament letter to the Hebrews helps us here. After quoting our psalm lesson for today, the writer responded to the biblical revelation by saying, 
greater than be careful, brothers and sisters, that none of you ever develop a wicked, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. Encourage each other every day while you have the opportunity. If you do this, none of you will be deceived by sin and become stubborn. After all, we will remain Christ's partners only if we continue to hold on to our original confidence until the end. Scripture says, if you hear God speak today, don't be stubborn. Don't be stubborn like those who rebelled. Greater than greater than Hebrews 3:12-15 God's word translation revelation and response are the rhythmic dynamism of the Christian community lone ranger christians are an oxymoron as well as moronic we are hardwired by god for community all of us need to encourage one another every day without the communal connections of encouraging conversations it will be difficult to sustain a divine dialogue of god speaking with people listening and responding in obedient faith celebration is wonderful we need times and experiences of celebrating deliverance from bondage. Eventually, when Christ returns, there will be unending worship in the form of jubilation. That time is not yet here. This side of heaven, we must learn to engage God in ways which address our hardships and difficulties. Otherwise, our hearts will become stubborn and hard. Let your heart become open enough to receive encouragement. And let it also be brave enough to encourage others. Lord Jesus Christ, by your patience in suffering you caused earthly pain to be holy and you gave us the example of obedience to your Father's will. Be near me in my time of weakness and pain. Sustain me by your grace so that my strength and courage may not fail. Heal me according to your will. Help me always believe that what happens to me here is of little account if you hold me in eternal life, my Lord and my God. Amen.